People ask me if I get asked to do the voice a lot. I don't. I don't. I don't get asked to do. Uh... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There we go. We're starting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's cool. Howie Mandel does stuff. I'm Howie Mandel. Jacqueline Schultz. And Mike Judge. The Hello. Mike Judge. How are you? <laughs> What's cool? I'm good. What's that? What you said? That's cool. What was cool? Oh, the the backdrop you've got there. Does it look familiar? Uh, Does it look yeah, familiar? Davis and Bud had, uh, I've heard I've heard of them. Yeah, but that's me and Jackie. <laughs> yeah, I know. that's me and you Jackie. Gotta... <laughs> you guys it... are both better looking than that. Thank yeah, you. I don't think that's so. almost a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> when you say that somebody's better looking than Beavis and Butthead, when you first drew Beavis and Butthead, what did you have? Are you copying a person? Are you? Is it somebody you knew? Well, see, I'm not very good at drawing, so it started out as two different attempts to draw the same person. <laughs> so really? yeah, like I was, I was trying. So, and he was a guy who's nothing like Beavis and Butthead. He was a, uh, he's actually a straight A student nerd. He's a, I shouldn't say what he is now. No, you, he's, a, he's an engineer. What's uh, his name? You were an engineer, right? <laughs> yeah, I can't say his name. Uh, you can't yeah, say his used name? To be a, I probably shouldn't. Well, but, but you, can I just say something yeah. before you say you probably shouldn't? Don't you think that if if you told me that I was the impetus for Beavis and Butthead, you, you don't think that's a compliment? You wouldn't sue me? or Well, he wasn't really the impetus. He was the, very... The look. The only thing... Well, it started... See, what happened is I was trying to draw him, and it sort of went... It's like, that doesn't quite look like him, but I like what it looks like. I think the first one was... Uh, What's was, his name? Was Beavis. What's his name? <laughs> I want to know his name. His name was uh, something like uh, Bob or... Steve. Oh, see? A now, Bob and Steve now Bob and Steve are listening going, it's me. You've just made a thousand, ten thousand Bobs and Steve have. But he was like, he was a, uh, he, he was, I've told the story before, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you the different version. We, you tell me a, a different version? We of, had a, no, I'll tell you. The, I'm getting the lie. better version. <laughs> okay. And we had a, it was calculus class senior year. We had this, uh, a new teacher. Well, this guy comes up to like I'm passing this guy in the hallway. My my friend Tim Neefsey, and he goes, uh, he "said Oh my God, have you seen the new calculus teacher? She's hot. Maybe it's junior year. She's like super hot." And I was like, no, "I've there's never been a hot teacher at the school. That's not well." She was like a former Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, and really everyone <laughs> was freaked out. But this one kid, he sat in front, and he was he was just. He would laugh at everything she said, and she hardly ever said anything funny, but he would just sit there <laughs> writing really fast and going, <laughs> and he's always biting his lip in this kind of nerdy way, going, <laughs> and uh, I would imitate him in the back of class, and these guys sitting next to me started imitating him too, and it was super annoying to the teacher. And um, Does he know who he is? Uh, does he know who he is? No, do you, does the world know who that guy is that had that laugh? A couple friends of mine do. He you probably know, does. He might. I don't know. Will you say his name? Oh, no. Okay, I, 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 uh, he's a nuclear engineer now. Um, I know that. <laughs> the guy that was going. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, a nuclear engineer. <laughs> he's got the code. To the, the <laughs> he's in charge of uh, safety. No, I, don't, I actually don't know what he's. So that's where the but sound. But he's a nuclear engineer. But that was just the sound. But when I was trying to draw him, it didn't look like that, but it looked like something else. The Beavis, the blonde-haired one, was the first one I did. And I sort of exaggerated it to look more like, I didn't know who, but not anyone I knew specifically at all. It was just sort of like, I just imagined, it was kind of, 
influenced by all kinds of people. And I drew a lighter in his hand and I just imagined him kind of going, <laughs> lighting a lighter. I don't know, maybe a little bit of Texas Chainsaw Massacre inspired, you know, all those weirdos. I love that. And I love, I got to say that your characters, and, and I think you've told the story ad nauseum so many times, but I'm fascinated by your whole story. Um, uh, are, are you in good terms with Francesca? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, so Francesca yeah. is his wife, his ex-wife. And, yeah, and we were all neighbors. We were all neighbors. And for your birthday, right? You were, you were, are you already an engineer or are we still in school? Oh, I don't know. It depends on which. Uh, oh, uh, just the whole beginning oh, of going to giving. The... They gave you, she bought you an animation, at home animation kit, right? Oh, not really. I mean, she bought me, she, she had bought me a, that, the story I might have told you was a, I mean, I was already decided. So you tell I was gonna do everybody animation. different stories. No, I, <laughs> no, I, I, there was no kit because that that got into the New York Times. The guy summed it up, but there was no kit. I, I just bought some supplies with the catalog. I think, but but you know, yeah, we were together. We didn't have kids yet, and I just decided I was going to give this a try because I'd seen, um, at there was a it's called the Animation Celebration that would every year. This company would put in indie movie theaters a compilation of all the Oscar-nominated shorts around the world and just shorts that got into this festival. Do you, so, do you have epilepsy? Uh, <laughs> am I? <laughs> no, no, because the the lights are flickering, oh. and I just want to make <laughs> do I sure. Look like I have, no, oh, no, 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 no. I just don't want I'm you to fine. have a seizure. Oh no, I'm <laughs> I'm fine. Okay, uh, but yeah, so so that was that was like uh, I don't know um, a, a local guy. We lived in outside of Dallas, and a guy had gotten a film in there. This guy, no. Paul Clairhout. So, but yeah, but so yeah, no, she was, so is Jessica this was not, very is this... supportive. She, she, one thing she'd got me for my birthday was a little, uh, it was a little pink panther thing where you could, it was one of those just toys where you'd see the film. I might've told you about that and you could step through it. It was a really good way to kind of But your first, was your first frame, one frog baseball? It's frog baseball. No, the first one I did was actually called Office Space and it, which later led to the, the movie. movie. But it was, yeah, it was just uh, the character Milton and the boss Lumberg taking a stapler. It was a two minute short. Right. I've said that's what, it. yeah, that's what started everything for me because i i animated the whole thing with yeah with this stuff i bought from a catalog cartoon color company i think it's still there um so now aren't you afraid? you're mentioning them don't you yeah. think that they're gonna <laughs> come <laughs> after you we, we started this <laughs> but as that, long as you don't sue me um, i will never sue you buddy <laughs> but i found it fascinating that this was like just a side hobby you yeah. you uh entered a local animation festival and then i remember uh, mike's who's the guy that worked with mike that came out to texas and saw you and and helped you sell it to liquid television what's what was his name Oh, someone who came to Texas? I don't, who, I don't, who is who? Who originally found you before from oh. from Three Arts? Oh well, Rotenberg. I had already gotten my stuff, Michael Rotenberg. Uh, so that happened. Just kind of networking. I was I was a musician at the time. Actually, you I'd, still are. Yeah, when I, but I was playing with a guy, Doyle Bramhall. It was my only. I couldn't get a lawyer to call me back. Like I, so I the fourth short I did was Beavis and Butthead. Right, and that was in these festivals. Um, the the spike and mike festival and animation celebration and so i was getting some and i I just like mailed vhs tapes to these people i didn't have any connections but by then i was starting to get some and anyway that yeah rotenberg saw a tape of all five shorts and signed me right i had a deal to do beavis and butted we were in production on the show but it hadn't gone on the air i remember so. when he saw them and i remember the vhs yeah. tape. you know michael and i have been friends yeah, since, since we were thir 13 years old like high school area yeah, yeah. And you're still, you said I was a musician. You don't consider yourself a musician at oh, all? Oh, I guess I, I mean, I did it for a living back then. I, yeah, I, I still, I still play, yeah. Do you put the music, are you involved in any of the music in your 
movies and TV shows? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, there's a mostly I use this really great composer, John Frizzell. I've used some, but I, I mean, the Beavis and Butthead theme song is was always me playing all the instruments. I, I just recently for the new series redid it with uh, Glenn, on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Gary, Gary Clark Jr. Um, he's really awesome. He he did a, he did a version. I'm I'm playing on it too, but but he's he's amazing. You um, still love music? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think I think if I was a if I was a really good singer, I wouldn't be doing any of this. I, I just if I had a really great voice, I would just do nothing else. How do you know you don't? Do. You know what? I'm. A, oh, I've tried. I, I, I can I be honest? I have with a good you? voice for doing stupid laughs. I'm, you know, no, but than, I'm going to ask you, and this may be uncomfortable. I want to, uh, no, because I'm a talent judge. So just this is yeah. <laughs> sing something, and I'll I'll tell you whether you have. You don't want to sing for me. Well, you know, I did sing as Beavis the uh, "I Got You, Babe," <laughs> and I uh, it was a hit, believe it or not, because of Cher. But uh, we did that duet in '93. Right. Um, and what was no, that got, like? <laughs> that was that was really cool for me. I mean, that was the first time. Let's play that it, just so that people can hear that. Oh God, it, it, Beavis <laughs> and Cher, Beavis and Butthead and Cher doing "I Got You, Babe." Yes. We'll pull that I mean, up. But, that I, was, but she, it was the first time that I got, like, I'd gotten starstruck maybe the first couple of times I met celebrities, and then it kind of didn't do anything. But something about that, like, because when I was a kid, we would watch the Cher show every week. And I, I did, that, too. That, Don't that. Remember the way it began? That, that you just, this voice that you didn't see anybody with this voice would just say, ladies and gentlemen, Cher. Yes. And they had that circle with all the letters of Cher. We need a chick. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't need to play you the preamble here. Yeah, here. Go right to the um, song. But uh, it was just song? so crazy for me. Like, she's. You can go right in the middle. She was really it. cool. Um, Singing the harmony. Though. I got you, babe. Oh God! I remember we were. I got flowers. <laughs> <laughs> but it had to. Why'd you stop talk it? it? Like a very <laughs> white style. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's bad on purpose. Look at you, you're getting all embarrassed. <laughs> I would... But you're he said he just wants to be a singer. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I know I can't. I can't. I, I'm not a singer. <laughs> I love it. Okay, cut. Yeah. Did I get the golden cut buzzer, Dad? No, yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I had to tell you, we watched yesterday, I think we watched your Watusi. I think that's better than your Watusi. Well, he's a better singer than me. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. no, that's what you're saying. Oh, no. I, no, no, no. <laughs> but I've been to places. We've been to part. I was at Mike's house and you played the piano. You're, you're an amazing musician. You really are. Oh, really. And, and that was. So you've been. Uh, your paths have always changed, right? You, you went to school for engineering. Yeah. And yeah, you, I have a, had a schizophrenic uh, path. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was. Did you, yeah, get, I did, uh, did you graduate as a. As, are yeah, you an I engineer? Got, uh, I got a degree in physics and then I. Uh, worked as an engineer for, I think, all in like two and a half years or something. Like what that. kind of what kind of engineering? It was uh, called electronic test engineering. Um, I did the first job was uh, actually for the F eighteen fighter jet. Um, 
just do it, the electronics on it. Um, you just would test it though. Uh, no, you do. You it's uh, if you really want me to bore your audience. It's, yeah, it's a uh, it's software. It's like self. It it does technologies matter. in cars it's now, a, but it self tests itself like every several times a second. And you came and up with that. It. So you've also. Oh, I didn't come up with. It. I worked on it. Yeah. It yeah, but you helped <clears> move <throat> it along and saved the the free world. Helped. Yes, and I, you I, went, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was part of the. You said this military is industrial complex. Yes, and you the said war machine. And you said this is not important. This is not yeah. anything that I. Why would <laughs> yeah. I strive to do this when why I could I? stay at home? And <clears throat> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I also felt like, and I also think that everything you do hits the nerve of the mundane, real, uh, kind of minute of who we are. You know, I, I think all of us are Beavis and Butthead, especially men. Yeah. You know, I think that we, you know, there isn't anybody that even at this, you could be a, a, you know, a banker and you look at a tall building and your first thought is, it looks like a penis. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll go, that's kind of a phallic structure, right? Oh yeah. It's it's like, um, it's also, I mean, it's, it's also girls too, I think not, maybe not as much as guys, but I remember when my daughters were in school, I don't know about here, but in Texas, it was the genital area was the polite term for was the private area. They call it your private area. And I remember. Right. No, the private area is known worldwide. That's a worldwide. My privates. It's not but, just but, Texas. Yeah, that, yeah, but the private area. Just but, in Texas. I just remember, private. But like whatever you call it is going to become the naughty dirt. Because I remember the news was on. There was something about a flood and the newscasters <laughs> saying. I'm trying to wait. I'm, before you finish this story. <laughs> I don't know how you got from the private area to the flood. But oh, no, well, I would imagine. <laughs> but if we do. We have sponsors. If they break to commercial now, I yeah. just think it's a great place. They'll definitely come back to see how your daughter's private <laughs> kind of blood. coincide with a Texas flood. Go ahead. No, it was just like they were, I think my daughters were like, you know, five and three or something like that. But the person saying, uh, right now behind me is a private area. We can't go back there. She's like, ah! <laughs> She's standing in well, front of a private area. Blah. They're all like just cracking up for... The Texas vagina is just outside of yeah. Dallas. <laughs> and when the dam breaks. Uh, yeah, but the Trinity a, River. The, yes, the, it's a heavy flow day. <laughs> men are, even the, the age of the men back there that are behind us are still kind of like Beavis and Butthead. Because right before I came on, our editor goes, I added your boobs in there, but you can't see it because cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jeremy. Right there, know. he's a huge fan. I put boobs, but you can't see it. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but you did. You hit like a nerve. Like this is just something that I think you were, and and that's the beauty, and that kind of uh, dictates success. When somebody is incredibly authentic to what you find funny, without trying to kowtow to this is going to sell, this is yeah. what they want, these are the notes that people are going to give me. So going making that transition, and then from your own house, and having that kind of success. <laughs> And then ending up on MTV and ending up at a network, what, what was that like as far as, like, did the network say, no, you can't do this or you can't do that? or and, and yet- Yeah, I mean, that was that was a crazy transition because I'd literally never had anybody work for me. Like, I had, I had jobs where I worked for people, never had an assistant, never, you know, was a musician. And then suddenly I'm doing a show and there's, like, a whole staff of people. I mean, that part of it was was very, you know, that took getting used to. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was just uh, such a crazy time. The network, I don't know, they, they were 
MTV, this was both good and bad. MTV had never done a TV show, so they didn't know what they were doing. They, well, they had done some. Are you the first show TV thing. show after uh, was afterwards a, videos? I think so. First scripted. They had some stuff uh, like sketch kind of stuff and VJ. They definitely hadn't had a full animated show ever, so no one knew what they were doing, and they hired other people who didn't know what they were doing. It was just a train wreck. I mean, which is fun, right? It was or fun. was I mean, it, it fun? It had some. In in some ways, it worked out. It, there's horrible. The first. It's so spotty. The first like two seasons. There's some that I I think are great, and some that are just horrible. But episodes well, you're talking? Yeah, about? episodes that are just not. There's nothing funny in the whole thing. Why? But I, just because like we had to do it was it was an in, impossible schedule. So it, like we were supposed to have, I think the animation company, which was just one guy hiring people, was supposed to have 20 episodes on March 8th of '93 when it debuted. My shorts had been on in '92, but and they had two episodes. So there, and, and we're just like, well, we're going to run them anyway. We're going to cobble together shorts out of your shorts. I mean, episodes out of my shorts. And we just put this thing on the air and, and to everyone's surprise, it was a hit. And then they pulled it back off, but it was just to try to, they would just give me scripts that the promo writers wrote. And I, I, I was like, I don't want to get fired MTV. I'd sold it to MTV. I was in a really vulnerable position. So I was just like, well, that's why I have to do these. Okay. Um, I was always afraid of getting fired because I think John Chris Felucci had just been fired from his own show on Ren and Stimpy. So it was like, oh, they can do this. They can pull you off your own show. So it, it took me a while to kind of get it going to where I, like around season, the third season, and we did two, they weren't a season a year. We did like 70 episodes, as many as that in a year. So the, You did 70 episodes in a year. <laughs> How long is an episode? A 15-minute episode so but that's so yeah. that's but it, that's yeah it's like a regular half hour show five of them it, yeah. yeah that's unbelievable yeah. and and it's and it's animated and it was just insane i mean and you it slowed how, down later how, did it start off with them watching music videos or is that something that mtv that was said? oh well when i when i did the shorts i yeah. had them in front of the tv at the beginning of one of them but but not videos yeah mtv was originally saying maybe they'll be um they'll be uh like VJs, you know, <clears throat> and I didn't see them as talking to camera. That mm -hmm. didn't seem right. So I just said, what if it was like them talking to each other about the video and they're watching it and mystery science, whatever it was, mystery science 2000 had just come out. And also there was a, uh, Julie Brown, what was her name? J J Downtown, Downtown Julie Brown. Yeah. She had a show that was, I thought it was really funny that it, that it just happened where she would occasionally put a music video on and then she'd take like a folding chair and watch it with you, you know? And so I kind of cited that, like, I, what if they're just doing something like that? And that's how that started, which ended up being a really great way to, because I just kind of improved a lot of that. It was a really great way to work out the characters, really develop them in a short period of time. Do you... Uh in doing that much work, and and I've done voice work, you know, I do Bobby and I yeah. do other things, but that seems like something that, <clears throat> like to do oh that God, all yeah. day, were you not, wasn't yeah. that painful? <clears throat> I lost my voice a couple times. Yeah, especially Beavis, because he screams a lot. And, right, uh, so <laughs> did you lose your, was there things where you had to make delivery and then you go, I don't have a voice or my throat is so sore? Or that, yeah, there was one time where I lost my voice for like two days, um, but, uh, but that was, yeah, yeah, we had, I mean, we were always struggling to make delivery. And here you are, how many years later? What, what is this? Oh this God, is uh, 30. 30. <laughs> 30 years later, I was, uh, last week, I am, I've, uh, with my wife, she's on her, her tricycle at the beach. Uh -huh. I go with her on a, she has a tricycle that she likes at the beach. And overhead, there's a, a, 
Beavis and Butthead, you know, just oh, the banner. I just saw that. Did you see that flying? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's a giant banner. And I, it, first of all, my first reaction is, wow, you know, I know that guy. <laughs> now a word from our sponsors, right? Better help. Yeah, the, exactly. How did you know? I knew. I just knew. We're taking a break and we're talking about better help. This is not a break. This is something that's really important. Better help. Mm-hmm. H-E-L-P mm-hmm. is uh, our sponsor. One of our sponsors today. And, and the thing about better help is I don't think there's anybody out there that doesn't need help. And instead of talking about a problem, help is a solution. No, See I what know. I said there? Yeah. <laughs> but I know that you know this too because we both have extreme anxiety. There's a lot of times when. Don't make me feel bad. And now I have guilt. You don't have to feel bad because there's better help. But a lot of times when I have that anxiety or I'm worried about something, it's hard for me to get past it and do what I need to do. So it's always helpful for me to like go to my therapist, talk about it, it's find very calming, solutions. Right? Yeah. And then. Ah! ah Stop. <laughs> no, no. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, now I need to go to my therapist. I know. I'm just showing you. Yeah. I'm just but that's showing a way, you what anxiety looks like. That's that's a way that I move past whatever my anxiety is and go on with my day. All yeah. right, Dad. It's very convenient, <laughs> right? It's really accessible for everybody. Better yeah. help is an amazing thing. We get help. Uh, therapy is a big part of our lives. And that, and, yeah. and, so how do people go and get Well, it? if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and it's entirely online, which is great. You don't have to go into anywhere, right. which I don't like doing. You could get matched up with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and then you could switch therapists anytime you want because, as you know, sometimes you just have to find one that's good for you. I and know. you have I know. to switch. So if yeah. you want a problem solver, it's right here. Therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Howie, H-O-W-I-E, today to get 10% off your first month. That's, That's betterhelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Howie. Ah! Ah, shit, Dad. Sorry. I'm sorry. Back to the show. <laughs> you know, I'm really, I am so proud of you. And oh, when, when good things happen to nice people, it even means more. And then, you know, the, the thought that this... And I think there's a lot of work in technology and technique and thought that goes into it. But this simplicity is what it is. Yeah. Something so simple has, <laughs> you know, lasted this long. And yeah, if there's one word to describe it, it is simple. And they're simpletons yeah. and they're, it's simple. And oh, the, totally, yeah. And it, it seems like everybody can draw it, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's a pure, it's very pure. The characters are simple and pure, yeah. And I think, well, going back to like when I... Uh, imitating the guy in the back of the class i knew like when i started doing that <clears throat> see now my voice is going everyone else was doing it like it, it was really contagious other people just are going <laughs> right and so i when i was doing this originally with the short i thought well i've i have tested this out in my engineering brain i'm like this does this caught on with a few people maybe it'll catch on with a lot of people i didn't think it would turn into you know 30 years later of airplane have you had those classmates come back to you and say oh this is this is oh, what yeah, we were called doing? me uh the, I, one of them i can say his name mike cd baca he he mike lives in CD. LA. baca called you yeah, he, <laughs> yeah what a fucking a, name dropper i always thought you and you've gone hollywood on us yeah, that, you have gone hollywood <laughs> Mike, Mike C.D. Baca. Mike C.D. Baca. In, uh, Calabasas, I think. Right? Oh, there he's it. Now he's yeah, dropping. Now I'm not, oh, city, I'm sorry. <laughs> city dropper. Isn't that where the Kardashians live? <laughs> yes. Oh, do they? <laughs> yes. Oh, do they? Mike. So he called you. He was in your class. Mm-hmm. And what did he say? Um, <laughs> I had mentioned it in a. I had mentioned his name in an interview, and I forgot I did that. 
<laughs> Him and this guy, Bob McCarthy. Bob <laughs> <No>. McCarthy. <laughs> there you go. Mike Cedibaca. Uh, Mike Cedibaca. It's a. How do we spell it? We'll put it up Spanish on the screen. Spanish for uh, head of a cow, I think. It's a, it, it really I, is. Cedibaca is Spanish for head of a cow. Yeah, it's a it's a Mexican Spanish name. C, C There's a hyphen in it somewhere. Right. Right. Let's make sure. So let's make sure we get it right. Even if we don't get it he's right, he's an engineer. He's uh, he's not in show business. He'll be fine. What does he do? Um, he's working for Motorola. He's yeah. Working on the five G stuff. I think last time working on five G. Yeah, you know, I've heard of that stuff. <laughs> okay. So uh, well, and he's also dropping a bandwidth or whatever. Yeah, I'm 5G. dropping. <laughs> but so he called you to say, oh, just uh, he well. <laughs> jokingly said he was going to sue me. <laughs> Is that why you're he, so uh, hesitant what? to say anyone's name? Are you no, sure it was no, jokingly? We're, we're, we're good friends, yeah. It was, uh, well, well for, for about half a second, I thought maybe it's not jokingly. Why, because but, he's uh, saying that he did no, he was, <clears throat> first? No, he's just joking. No, he was, uh, no, he was just reaching out saying uh, that he thought it was funny. Now? So, recently? Yeah, in yeah a week? it was like a month ago or so. A I, month I'd ago? In uh, like a Comic-Con interview or something. Like that. Right, but... That Beavis and Butthead is funny? No, no, no. That it was funny that I mentioned. Oh, that you mentioned his name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait till he sees this episode. I think that like 30 years yeah. later. Now I'm talking to Mike. Him. Mike Beady Butthead is so, here. Beady Butthead. Beady Butthead. Can I, I didn't get to tell you in class, but that, uh, that laugh is funny. I like that. I know it's late. This is a new character you're doing here. What, this? We could, oh, no. Is that sort of a little bit of. Uh, Bobby, uh, no, Bobby is, Bobby's oh cool. yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> do people ask you, do people always ask you, like, are you, are you dating now? Um, uh, yeah, oh, I have a girlfriend. Oh, I didn't yeah, know do that. People, yeah, do people ask me, uh. But I thought, I yeah, know that you you were separated and for a while you oh, were, yeah. uh, uh, like single. And I wondered if that was part of the repertoire because it's known oh. among, <laughs> yeah, like, like, are there women that go, come on, I, I want Beavis in me. Oh, almost oh, never, never, never. No, nobody has gone, just go, <laughs> well, you push. Never. <laughs> Seriously, never. No one's ever, like, I, people ask me if I get asked to do the voice a lot. I don't. I don't. I don't get asked to do... Uh, Before you leave, I'm going to have you sing I've Got You, Baby. <laughs> <laughs> very rarely. Once in a while, a, a cop who pulled me over asked me to do it. Did he ask you to do it, or were you just trying to get out of a ticket? Hey, do you know no, who I he, am? He asked, me, he asked me to do it, and I I thought, this is kind of messed up a little bit here. Like, I, did so he do did it you, to get out of a ticket? I, did, I, I didn't want to get out of the ticket. He, he just said, look... What would you get pulled uh, over for? Speeding? Speeding, yeah. He said... Uh, said, look, I can give you a blah, 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 and a warning, uh, but can you do the laugh for me? <laughs> Which I think is probably illegal, but uh, so now I'm going to get thrown in jail because I participated. No, in you're not going to, unless you want to drop his name. No. That was Officer <laughs> Gauntlet. <laughs> so you're in your car. This guy's yeah. writing a ticket, and you're just looking up at yeah, him he, going. He went back to his car, recognized the name, and asked if I was a guy. And he was a nice guy. He was no, talking about it. But me. you're sitting in your car, yeah. looking at him, and what did you do? Oh, <laughs> I went, yeah. <laughs> and then he said, good, you are, you don't have yeah. a ticket. I mean, that's, you don't what have a way husband, to get out of a ticket. My husband gets out of tickets. He, how did he, how did he, he flirts he, with cops. He flirts? Yeah. With, <laughs> how, how, how does he, he doesn't have a weird laugh. Well, how did, what did he say? Uh, one time we got pulled over because he did is it called a california roll when you kind of like roll oh, through yeah. a stop sign and he got pulled over and then the cop came over to the car mm -hmm. and my husband started telling him that he has gorgeous eyes and he's never <laughs> seen eyes like that 
And, he got and out of the I ticket. was in the car, yeah. and so were the kids, and we got out of the ticket because <laughs> he just kept just made him learning. really uncomfortable. <laughs> you Let this be a lesson to you, kids. I, yes, I could swim in those eyes. Yeah, he just That's kept just learning with the officer. So moving on, <laughs> Hank is Hank somebody from uh, King of the Hill? Is that somebody from your life? Yeah, that's about two or three people. Um, and can you say that, their name? And have you yeah, said their name? Uh, probably one of them, I think, knows who he is because I ran into his son. But uh, <laughs> you told his son. And I actually can't remember his name. Um, we when uh, when Cheska and I lived in our first house outside of Dallas, a place called Richardson. We had these neighbors, and they would just these four dudes were always out there drinking beers in the alley. You you entered your driveway through the alley. And, uh, you know, I was a musician and a storm had come through and knocked down a section of my fence. And so I'm not really such a handyman, you know, but I'm out there trying to <clears throat> fix it. And I'm like pounding a nail in and I see this guy and he's like eyeballing me like I'm doing it wrong. And he comes over and he goes, yeah, that's not going to work. You're going to have to take that post out. It's rotted. And I said, <laughs> oh, okay. Then the other guy comes out, this guy, uh, Ron comes over. He's like, yeah, I got some concrete, uh, and then the other guy, and and after, like, I'd just woken up, like, <clears throat> the, a guy comes over the wheelbarrow, another guy has concrete <laughs> and hose, and, and, and this this guy, he goes, well, I've got a couple fence posts in my garage. Like, he already he just, had them. He has them. <laughs> this guy had, I remember asking him about, he's talking about a rototiller, and he had two rototillers, and he's got a, just a normal size, like the size it's not of a this farm. room. No, it's not, it's like a little, <laughs> but then he comes, and after a while, like, they're all like pouring concrete and running a string between it. And <laughs> I realized like I'm kind of useless here. And I went back inside and, and Cheska was there like she's looking out the window like, what's going on out there? And they're putting up a new fence for us, I guess. Oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. And then finally, like I come out and they're done and he's telling me like like the thing to do. Like it's like, uh, well, you put up these palings and you leave a two inch gap because them termites will get in there. And then I said, okay, so and I'm. I go, I go get some nails and I start pounding him in. I see him across the alley looking at me. I'm like, oh shit, here he comes. He's like, them's the wrong kind of nails. They're going to rust. You're going to need that. And then he goes, gets his nails and come, and then he starts like that. It's hysterical. Over. And once we looked out the peephole and the next door neighbor was edging my lawn with with his weed whacker because wow. I had done it wrong. <laughs> Can you imagine if you left the drapes open in your bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not how you do it. You, usually, if you just take her from the back, I can do it. I got a... <laughs> well, that ain't going to work. <laughs> yeah, that's that was hysterical. Gonna, uh, that's sort of the beginnings of King of the Hill. Was But they're all... That's, I think, what it, it hits us is they're not just funny shows. They're real. And even if they're yeah. animated, they are so steeped in reality. Yeah, I always thought, like, back then, Do the Right Thing had just come out, you know, the Spike Lee movie. And sure. I, like, I'd never even been to wherever in Brooklyn or wherever that is. and But there's something about it you could tell was just, there's, like, a nuance to something that's real. Right. And I remember thinking, like, why hasn't anyone made something like that, but just about my normal neighborhood? Or, like, you know, I grew up in... Suburbia, or The Office. Like, yeah, or, or offices, cubicles, like, all those things that everybody, most people experience um, that Hollywood never talks about. So that was sort of my... That's what I was always my goal to. to but that's what you've done. Those the things. mundane yeah. world that yeah. we all experience. So then you get, to, you start to get, what? <laughs> I broke shit. Oh, I did it. I, I kicked oh, yeah. under there when I crossed my legs. 
I'm sorry. I broke everything. It's me. Okay, well, come and fix this before we move on. <laughs> I went to cross my legs and I kicked the back of the screen. No, it's okay. It's okay. all right. We'll, well, we'll, what we'll, if you're we'll, going to have <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was me. No, we need it. Dave there? It's, a, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're just, that's her brother. That's Alex. You remember Alex? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. We're all say hi to say hi to Mike, Alex. No, stay up. there. Do you do your work? <laughs> say hi to Mike. Oh, I think I, I think I saw you guys in like 2010 or something like that. But that's him now. Look what he's doing now. His two favorite kids work here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're good. All right. Okay. Wait, is that Riley out there? No. No. Not yet. What are your girls doing now? Oh man, Julia is pregnant. Do she's married? She's uh she's been she's finishing her PhD at Harvard. What? In archaeology, which is what my dad did. And uh, oh my God, she's have a baby. like everything you said is like she's pregnant already. Is this going to be your first grandchild? Yeah, first one. It's amazing. How old is she? Uh, Thirty. Then <clears throat> Lily is engaged to a really great guy. Julie's husband's great. I'm really lucky. She Lily's li living here in L.A. She's uh, she finished AFI. She's doing film editing and getting into directing. Do you guys work together? We have a little bit. Yeah. I always uh, I don't know if it's good or bad to hire your kids but i guess it's working I out for you guys i wouldn't work with a child if it was up to me i would not work with a child it is we, great we break shit. what did she work on with you uh well she was doing some animation stuff with me some uh stuff that's not out yet little pilot stuff but she's working on a feature now an independent feature and she does music videos and stuff. is she funny very funny yeah is that what her milieu is is it also yeah. comedy yeah. yeah she shares she's a sense a, of humor yeah and she's uh she does really good imitations too does she do voices on your stuff not yet you know she's gonna have to uh audition and, you're right uh, go through the <laughs> she can't have a no i don't know how much she wants to even do that i think she likes the just kind of the filmmaking part of it you know do you like uh you've been mostly behind the scenes but you've yeah. you've acted too spy kids and things like that what do you like acting do you like being out front as much as you do behind i think i do i do i just um if if everything's right, you know, and usually, um, yeah, like I, I did a, actually did a part in this Jason Reitman movie that it didn't, <clears throat> I guess it didn't do that well, but it was, I really liked it. It was uh, called The Front Runner. I just, I'm just in three scenes, but I actually went and took acting lessons before this because doing Silicon Valley. Before all those, this podcast? No, right before this podcast. I wanted to <laughs> act like you were enjoying yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I want to name drop and I want to look like I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I want to look <laughs> <laughs> as important as possible. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, but I, I, I actually was really liking it that time. That's the last time I did it, I guess, was it? Yeah. <clears throat> but what yeah, did you say? No, you were I, talking about Silicon Valley. What did you say? Oh, just because like, I think it would, you know, um, doing so much live action for, you know, that show went six seasons um just uh just kind of seeing what it's like on the other side of things i think is also good for a director silicon valley was amazing oh thanks was yeah, that, that a was really a, good experience oh it was great it was one of the best experiences ever because i don't know hbo was so supportive it was one of the first times there just weren't really a lot of problems you know with the studio a lot of not a lot of they just let you go yeah they let me go they they didn't argue about casting they just were fully supportive and uh working with alec berg really great amazing writer showrunner and yeah it was a great cast it was just really fun are you aware of the impact that your work has um maybe sometimes if i think about that too much it gets weird 
weirds <laughs> me out, so I don't think about it too much. But every now and then I'll kind of like, yeah, seeing that plane <laughs> or like, or I'll hear what I remember the first time, like just, uh, it was, I don't know, Beavis and Butt had been out a year and a half or two years. And see, it was uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, True Lies. He drops, right. He drops a Beavis and Butthead. Right. And there I'm like, whoa, I'm in a theater watching an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. And yeah. But Beavis everything you do, whether that be Office Space, uh, whether it be, uh, you know, Beavis and Butthead, or any, it has some sort of lasting, like it's not just a show. And, and, and you, do you realize how people are touched by the stuff that you do and how affected they are? I hope so. I mean, like even I, little <laughs> moments. Let, let, let me. No, no, no. I want to share with you. Here's here's a, a clip from Silicon Valley. Tell me oh, what you remember oh. about this. Oh, this was one. Yeah, this was. <laughs> Watch this. I can tell. Here's you. a here's a Hello? clip. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's just it's sort of fading. Hello. 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 I'm, I'm hearing you. It's just the images. Oh, Nelson, shut up for a second. If you can hear me, make a gesture. Is it? Do you, I hear you. Is this? I have no idea what you're saying, Nelson. Nelson, Nelson. Can you help me, please? Okay. So that we can, we can cut on that. Do you, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Tell me. Very well. Well, we were, about that. we were writing, we were in the writer's room and we had a whole thing that we thought was super funny before this. And with one of those, they have those things, it's like a segue with an iPad on top where you can be in like, Different Doctors rooms. use it, yeah. And yeah. we had a whole thing with that that we thought was so funny. And then we someone pointed out that's already been done on um, uh, what's the the geek the Chuck Lorre two and a half men two, not two and a half no, men no. Uh, uh, theory uh, yeah uh, theory Big Bang Theory Big Bang and and it's like okay well we got to come up with something else and and this this was uh, this is what replaced it but I uh, my frustration with technology I, I I love doing this show to just put it out there I. I just really like having worked in because I worked my second engineering job was in Silicon Valley and I I have like a love hate thing with technology and that's all. The well, hate it's so part funny. Of it so, okay, that's the hate part of it. So it, that was for those of that are just listening and not watching. That was a scene where you had a hologram machine, right? Yeah, super expensive, which which exists like okay, so but trying to make it, yeah, yeah. So but but so there was a guy that I know named David Nussbaum who is a oh. big. Do you know who he is? Oh, no, I'm, I, I thought for a second you were talking about the actor who plays the guy at the end there. No, no okay. No, I know the actors, but I'm talking, okay. there's a guy that I know personally that's uh -huh. named David Nussbaum, who is a huge Mike Judge fan and was watching every episode of Silicon Valley and watched this. And he laughs and he laughs at everything and thinks this is the best and then sees that scene <laughs> of the beam and changed the path of his life. Really? Yeah. He went that's the best fucking idea. This is going to revolutionize the world. <laughs> and then I'll show you his drawings and what he's done. Put up his drawings. This is David Nussbaum's drawing. He saw that uh. machine. <laughs> he drew this. He built and tried to... Oh, wow. No, no. I'm telling you that this is... He watched TV. This is how you moved him. He spent his own money and and built a, a uh, like a hologram yeah, yeah. kind of machine. So cut to... <laughs> listen to this. Cut to 2022. I sit on the board of a company called Proto, and it is run and and I've invested in it. And there are people from uh, there's NDAs, but I uh, they, they deal with um, the Kennedy Space Center, every bank, Christie's. It's the high. It's the newest and latest in hologram. It was based on this episode, this moment, 
Really? Yeah. And wow. and you got to meet David. Do you want to meet David? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, David, say hi. Oh, is he here on a hologram? Oh, hey, Mike. <laughs> hi, Mike. Hey, hey David. <laughs> oh, no, is it going to start glitching? <laughs> no. That's the, no. We figured out how to actually make it work. So thank you. That's I appreciate pretty good, it. Of course. You inspired all of this. <laughs> but that, do you Am know? Am I in 3D over here? No. Oh, is that what this camera? No, <laughs> no. that's not this camera. That's a real hologram. And I swear to you that these machines are in the St. Jude Hospital, so people can visit with their with their friends. Oh, nice. These machines. I've been doing concerts like this live. There's been big concerts. Kiss is buying them. <laughs> Michael Bublé has them on the road. Oh my God! You wow. can be anywhere. You could be in Austin <laughs> and direct your. But David was the guy watching your show and created this company based on a scene from Silicon wow. Valley. And it's called Proto. Wait, does it make you look like Adam Sandler kind of, or is it just a, <laughs> No, that's just a, that's every Jew. That's every Jew. No, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, you no. can put, you can put stuff on, you can, uh, yeah, you could, that you can put filters, filters on him if you want to. Um, yeah. Wow, that's, that's really cool. So, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm beaming in to, to, to thank you. This is, if, if wow. not for that, if not for that very episode, um, there's a good chance that none of this happens. We are in, uh, like 20 countries. We've got hundreds oh of units out there and we're beaming guys like Howie and 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 and, and Diddy and uh, Walker Hayes wow, and really Ellen. Good. We're beaming people all over the place right now. Uh, live holoportation because of you, that scene. Is this, uh, are you in one of these things, like these <laughs> cylinder things right no, now? No, he's wherever he is. But I mean, is he inside? No. He's you, not inside oh, you can anything. Just, you just, what's in front of you? Just a uh, Nothing, a camera. camera set camera. Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks really good. Wow. Yeah, and he can see you. He can see us, and there's no latency. This yeah. is real. Yeah, I know. This is really, do you have to have some super high bandwidth? No, uh, no. you can wow. do this with your own uh, phone. You could do this on, wow. an, on an iPhone, wow, you know, really and this good. is, it, it is amazing. That's so, crazy, David, crazy. you inspired what is considered a whole industry, which is probably, and it's, uh, you know, they've, they've raised tons, millions and millions and millions wow. of dollars. It's all over Europe, Asia. Mm -hmm everywhere because of one scene that you wrote <laughs> as a joke for your joke. hatred yeah. <laughs> of, of technology. Well, this one works. See, Gavin Belson's thing didn't work. Was whole, uh, they had to go, well, they had to, it, go to the landline. <clears throat> it is true. Like, I mean, from Office Space and Beavis and Butthead and, and all of the incredible movies, it was that scene in Silicon Valley. I said, enough's enough. You know, I've, I've seen Holoportation in the Jetsons. I've seen it in Back to the Future. I've seen it in Star Wars. Yeah. That scene, though, I said, that is realistic looking, though. That is the first time I said, wait a second, we should do that for real. And here we are. Um, yeah, we, 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 we're, real. Beaming, we're beaming people all over the place now. We had to use special effects to make it look real. And there's no special effect. He's actually yeah, here. Uh... Thanks, Dave. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, look. thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> all right, thanks. See that's that? really good. It looks really amazing. It, it really is. Right. It is. I'll show you after. We have the, we have a whole showroom here. The audio is great too. The audio is great. The, yeah. the, the, the video is great, <laughs> and he is actually here. You can do. Uh, I do concerts, and you know the people on on stage. Oh. I guess the people from Kiss were here, and they were talking about maybe having Lenny Kravitz or Eddie Vedder live on stage from real time. They can come from their house. Wow. Or do whatever. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Bye, thank Howie. you. Bye, Bye Jacqueline. Bye, Bye Mike. Be me later. Be me later. You know, Office That's Space really cool. changed uh, who my husband is, too. Why? He says it all the time. He says that growing up, he was a very insecure kid, and he watched Office Space, <laughs> and he's like, 
nothing matters. Nothing matters. Oh. I'm not going to be insecure anymore. It doesn't matter. And like he oh, seriously, wow. he, from that point on, he said he wasn't insecure anymore. He wanted to be just like that character. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so people are really yeah. pretty cool. I yeah. think it's really good to do things that people enjoy, that people will buy tickets to, that people will click onto and watch. But there's something to be said when you make impressions in, in young people and they kind of take from, even if that wasn't your intent, the fact that they can take it and do something with it. Yeah. And you've, you've actually changed the world. You know that. nice to hear. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. No, don't thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, uh, yeah, I guess I'm not really thinking that way when I do stuff, but I am kind of, I guess I'm usually trying to get to the kind of like the, the core, the, the bottom of things, you know, like, like the, the office space was, you know, came out of me working in those cubicles and, you know, even before being an engineer, I had a couple cubicle jobs and my second engineering job was very much like that. And just thinking like, wow, everybody does this, but never see it on when it's on in a movie it's like a big ad agency in new york or something like right that. it's never like that and there's you know as somebody who travels and flies from coast to coast does fly over states like when you see that's this is a bubble where do yeah. you live now do you live in austin i'm back in austin i was in i was out here um for i'm i'm, in, I'm here for the summer right now i'm, I'm actually you're going, a big surfer back you're out here for surfer. surfing yeah. season just get get out of the heat, you know, although it's not working out well yeah. right now. But, uh, <laughs> but the, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Austin is where I've, uh, where I mostly am now. And but you yeah. do all your work right there at home, right? You do? Um, yeah, I mean, well, Silicon Valley, I was out here full time for like seven years, six or seven years. But uh, yeah, Austin, yeah, Austin, you can do, I mean, I was, I was doing the, the version of Zoom before, way back in the 90s. I mean, I had the webcam and uh, on Beavis oh, well. and Butthead back then, we were doing... Yeah, I'd had have like five people or so in Austin, and then the rest were New York and Korea, and you know, so it's it, you can do it, you could do it back then just like you can now. Animation, especially, actually, most animation, everyone's working at home now. Because what do you like better, animation or live action? It's always like the grass is greener on the other side. Whenever I'm, whenever I'm doing animation, I think, oh man, this would be so much easier for live action, and like, but I I think in the long run probably animation i guess is uh there's something really great about bringing creating something like starting from a drawing and then seeing it come to life with the voice and the movement and everything is just a really cool feeling you've also worked have you not worked writing other people's shows you did uh, the, the um, not really all I mean, your own stuff that's the only you've only worked uh, yeah yourself? i never i never got a writing job on another show i don't think um I mean, I've consulted, like, gone to, like, roundtable stuff for people. But, um, no, I mean, I actually, when I, that first Office Space short, uh, which Comedy Central ran it on a show. It's the first time anything of mine got on TV was a show, Night After Night with Alan Havey. Yep. Which, uh, and they asked me if I was interested in writing. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's, that'd be great, a writing gig. And I tried writing some spec stuff, but then my animation just was starting to get, Going. more heat and yeah so i just never no. never did it so how many episodes are you doing for how many more episodes for paramount, paramount uh Plus? let's see well there's probably going to be a season two so there's 12 <clears throat> 12 that are airing now right i think five of them there's one a new one coming tomorrow um and then uh probably another 12 but 12 means 24 because there's two they're each 15 minutes long right and what else are you working on you're always got projects. Got some, uh, got some other stuff in the works. A possible movie, actually, a couple. One I wouldn't direct. Um, 
I'm, I don't think I'm allowed to say those Even if yet, you asked you? Be, even if... Uh, <laughs> even if you asked you. Even if you asked you. <laughs> I can ask me. Uh, I said no, I guess. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, and then I'm doing this animation be, company, gonna, Why don't you have Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Beetlebum? Uh, uh, Mike <laughs> C.D. Baca <laughs> can direct it. No, you, you got to give him a shot. He's going to be delighted that uh, Howie Mandel said his name 20 times. <laughs> Although you said Beetlebum too. So. I don't know. Um, it, it doesn't matter. You know, He knows who I'm talking yeah. about. He's, and I live in, I'm also live in Calabasas. Yeah, you're a neighbor. So I'm going to get yeah. hit by a... Uh, a engineer. Mexican engineer who, who has the head of a cow, or something. <laughs> right? Isn't that what he supposedly see, looks like? See no, that's what his name is. So you have an animation company, Bandera. Bandera. Uh, yeah, um, Greg Daniels and I started with. Uh, uh, we've got a bunch of stuff in development, um, and um, you guys have a great yeah. partnership. Yeah, we. Yeah, he. I mean, we did other stuff for a long time, but. Uh, yeah, this started with um, talking about a King of the Hill reboot, and then we just started talking about animators we know and writers and thinking about, you know, like, because there's a lot of people do, like, a celebrity will want to do an animated show or something, and they, they don't, they kind of don't pay it, like, studios don't, they just go, let's pair this person with this drawing, and they don't really put a lot of thought into that. When, when animation really pops, it's like the sum is greater than the parts, and it just really works, and that's sort of something that, I don't know, that's kind of what we're looking to... <clears throat> to kind of get that part of it right, and it's been pretty fun. We got a bunch of. Right, is there going to be a coming. is there going to be a King of the Hill reboot? There very well might be. Yeah, it's uh, still not for sure, but what it's been getting closer. What are your thoughts on origami? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> nobody, nobody's done a, a show, an animated origami. King of the Hill still plays all the time. They my all son play turns all the time. it on. My yeah. son turns it. Oh, on just all like the time. turning it on the TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's still on. It's still on. Uh, like if you have it on a random Cartoon channel. Cartoon Network. Nobody wants yeah, to talk about origami. No, no. <laughs> you know what I do Have you remember? Ever done origami? Just I folded some paper. I don't know that it when is it considered origami? <laughs> if you can <laughs> convince somebody it's a like bird. A paper airplane is not origami, I think. Right? Is it not? It's not? <laughs> Why? Isn't that American origami? <laughs> a lot of people are gonna be disappointed. Yeah. Just disappointed a lot of people in America. But nobody's done an entire show based on origami. Just folded papers. Origami? Origami. <laughs> origami. And you create characters from uh, folded papers. And you they, got something. They, there was an animated short that somebody did that was pretty cool a long time ago with origami. Oh, I knew I, but it wasn't didn't my go, idea. I it didn't take so. off. They didn't do it right. <laughs> not a lot, of, not enough thought. Well, maybe we can work uh, with Bandera, the origami. Uh, how we do you like tells. directing? Yeah, I do. Um, Directing live action, I, I'm not crazy about the hours, like the getting up at before 6 a.m. and getting As a surfer, and, don't you? When do you go out? Don't you go out in the morning for the swell? <laughs> well, the morning is because it's not windy usually, you know. But, I don't know um, that much yeah. about. Uh, but um, yeah, you're not a morning person. I get, I yeah, getting up for surfing and then is a little different than getting up and. So it's not about getting up; it's what you're getting up a, for. A Sixteen-hour day. <laughs> Yeah, no, direct, I, I really do like directing. I, um, it's uh, Office Space was the first, the movie was the first time I directed. And there, was, there were moments that were so beyond stressful. I thought, like, I'm never going to do this again. But then there were moments where I was like, wow, this is what I was born to do. This is just so fun. Did they outweigh uh, the ones that were incredibly stressful? Yeah, because I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I really love doing it. Because I also know and that. And it gets easier the more you, I mean, it gets But you said you, idiocracy you was also really tough. Yeah, that was, 
that was just a really impossible schedule and everything that I felt like it was cursed from the beginning, like everything that could go wrong did. And, but it's, uh, it's, but it, <clears throat> it's in the pantheon of, it the... is, uh, it's out there. Uh, people talk, people reference. Yeah. I get that one. That's another one that kind of grew from just knowing it. Well, the studio just dumped it. But, right. Uh, but that doesn't matter. Kind of caught on. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like if you do something that, is interesting or good, it's usually going to find an audience one way or the other. Do, do you find dealing with studios and uh, networks tough, frustrating? Um, it's um, gotten you... better. Yeah, there, it was really tough sometimes. You know, I think about that, like, I think when I do interviews, it's they tend to seize on the negative stuff about studios. Because Talk about fun, all you know, the but... things you love about studios. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's not I'm not going to be like an interview. What no. is the best thing... <laughs> About notes, what is yeah, the best thing about cuts and budgets, and what do you love most about executives? Those are I the love the way they don't like any of my casting choices ever. <laughs> no, they, I mean, ultimately, like, I always just say, like, you know, they do pay for it, ultimately. Like, I never would have made office space if somebody didn't go out on a limb and put their reputation on the line to spend that money to make it. So good for them but you know but then ultimately always, but then i was ulti just talking to somebody earlier before this ultimately the person that made the decision to say go and write the check is not the person that you're dealing with day to day not usually no <laughs> and that's ever. and that's the yeah, problem that's the problem yeah and and sometimes they're misunderstanding something that person wrote the check said and the notes get go down through two or three different people and so you just have to constantly argue and fight yeah i mean yeah that that's always that was really rough on office space and a little and, and idiocracy, but you know, not at all on Silicon Valley and um, or any of the stuff I've done since. Like, like the new Beavis and Butthead stuff's been, they've been almost no notes at all. Are you happy? So I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a happy guy. Okay. About to be a grandpa. That's Things amazing. Do you know what it is? Is it a boy or a girl? Can we? And it, I, I if you don't know, don't know say on the, I, no, you know I what? Do, we should I have that. a agenda reveal. <laughs> yeah, well, right here on your on your podcast. You know, wait, are you a grandpa yet? Twice. She. Oh, oh, oh that's right. You you she just said two. your kid. That's yeah. right. That's right. Congratulations. So we didn't. Uh, she didn't reveal who the father is yet, but we're gonna. Have, <laughs> we will reveal it have on a party for next <laughs> next next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome but uh you're not you don't want to say what a uh, uh, boy okay and then yeah. should we call and find out if it's okay? <laughs> and what are you going to name him what are you going to name him oh that she has that she has bottle biddle bottle bottle Ellie mandel that is how amazing no is one it? names their kids uh, Howie or Howard anymore. Yeah, I don't ever see. Nobody has ever shown you like a, a baby in a bassinet in the last 30 years. They go, you know who this is? Howard. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's oh, weird. Oh, look like, at Howard. I, whatever name, I've, I was talking to my daughters about this, whatever name everybody thinks is original at the time becomes the name that, like, like my daughter's age, like there's a ton of Dylans, like boys right. Dylan. And, and so that, you know, that's like the whatever name that nobody wants when they're that age, you know? So the, right. whatever, like unusual cool name is going to the kids are going to hate it when they but, but you, when you think of yourself it's hard to think of a baby like you don't want to look in a crib and go look at mike 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't, Mike should be, no one should name the kid Mike for like another 50 years. Uh, my, Mike is colicky. Mike was up all fucking night. He was colicky. You go in and change the shit out of Mike's diaper. Uh, Mike is screaming again. Yes. Oh, God. Anyway, this is great. Is that the daughter that lives by you? The one that's having. Uh, no, she's. No, uh, that's Harvard. In, uh, the Harvard. The, uh, the big shots. The big her husband's. Shot. Uh, what, what's her husband both, do? Uh, he's are you a allowed professor. to? Yeah, he's, he's a professor. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's all. Uh, they're wow. all. And are you happy with these guys? Oh, yeah. They've been together for, yeah. They, they, they're they in school together. Yeah. They're, oh, she was yeah. she the, was he the professor? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. They're, oh, yeah. okay. they're both in no the No wonder same she got a PhD. PhD. <laughs> That's better than an STD. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's uncomfortable when you work with your kids. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to, they don't like that. You got to reveal who the dad is. It's, you know, it's all, <laughs> nothing's well, off limits. Nothing is off limits at our house. And nothing is ever off limits with you. I love you, buddy. Okay. <laughs> Likewise. Before we go, my favorite, one of my favorite memories of my life involves you too. And it's when you got. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I know. That is the favorite. You (laughs) got it. You got to hear this, Mike. It's one of the most uplifting. uh, But Paramount Plus is what you want to plug, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paramount Plus, Uh, the new Beavis and Butted series, and the new Beavis and Butted movie. You're right. Beavis and Butted do the universe. It's all there. It's all there. So, but the most important moment to her, and we didn't, she said, I got to tell him, I got to tell him. And you will probably remember this. You will probably remember this. <laughs> oh, you're out of time. <laughs> you're an asshole, Dad. Is that the sign off to every episode? <laughs> <laughs> <You're an asshole. laughs> uh, you're an asshole, Dad.